0: Welcome back to Talk Green To Me, a podcast about materials and sustainability. I'm Manali. And I'm Nestreen. Manali, how's the new year treating you? Which new year? The Chinese new year just happened. Oh, great, China's been on my mind recently. You know, ever since they stopped taking American recyclables, I've been wondering what they do with their own stuff. That's an excellent question. And now is the perfect time for us to find out. So this is the season two bonus Recycling Stories from Around the World, Part 2. The Manali. Last episode, we talked about recycling in developed countries like France, Australia, U.S., Canada, and more. I remember. And we learned that the amount of recycling is tied to government initiatives, and the lack of education makes it hard for people in these countries to know what they can and can't recycle. However, the facilities and the infrastructure are definitely there, especially in the cities. We also noted that some places like South Korea and Finland have really made recycling an integrated part of their culture. Yeah, that was super exciting to hear. Unfortunately, that's not necessarily the case for the countries we're talking about in this episode. Are we discussing developing nations? Yes, According to the UN, these are countries that have less access to clean water, usually have higher pollution, and have lower levels of education. Typically, the classification is done based on the per capita gross national income. That means how much money a country generates divided by the number of people that live there. So this episode, we will be talking about waste management in some of these developing nations. We aren't calling it recycling per se, because some of these countries focus on reduce and reuse as much as possible. Ever since China stopped taking Americas and many other developed countries' recycling, the U.S. has been in a pickle. It's kind of a big deal. You had to go there. Whoops. Okay, but just because it stopped taking our recycling doesn't mean that they aren't recycling in China. China actually has quite a strong recycling program. They have many recycling plants, which the U.S. was using before. Unfortunately for us, they told us that the U.S. recyclables were too contaminated and not well sorted. But that means that they have the infrastructure to recycle. So now China is working on using this infrastructure internally. That makes sense because China's economy has been growing a lot and I'm sure that with it the government's concern for the environment has increased. Hi
1: everyone. My name is E. Um so I've been lived in China for almost like 25 years. Ever since its economic has been surged, and it's becoming one of the largest economic systems in the world, the Chinese leadership has paid more attention on environmental protection and promoting recycling in their own land. So China has choose 46 cities as the pilot cities to deploy the uh, recycling programs. For example, Shanghai, Guangzhou, Xi'an, Kunming, they are all among those 46 cities.
0: In order to make recycling more feasible, China has started educating people in a whole bunch of cities to sort their recyclables so that they can be used in their plants.
1: In those cities and regions, training uh, classes are provided to public to teach them to do the correct garbage sorting, and also posters are everywhere in the city trying to advertise the recycling.
0: There's also a push towards getting people to sort their own recycling. Yi said that this was especially strict in Shanghai. Um
1: So also, Shanghai has a really strict policy about trash, waste and recycling. And so the residents can only throw out their trash in public banks without bags. So the trash and bags goes to different places. And if people fail to do that, they will face a charge of 200 yuan, which is almost $30. That's just
0: like South Korea. Honestly, we should implement fines to force people to recycle better here. That would not go well with the American public. Yeah, you're probably right. Let's just leave the fines to these other countries. So another country that doesn't fine but encourages sorting is Mexico. Mexico sorts its recycling, and they get picked up on different days. My
2: name is Valeria Lopez, and um, I've lived in Mexico City for eight years. We have to sort Our own recycling, Uh, we use just like the organic-inorganic method. Uh, We just have like inorganic inorganic recycling and just the non-recycling, inorganic. So
0: they sort waste, but the recycling collection is single stream. Yep, and the organic waste gets taken by the city to composting plants. That's neat. Then people don't have to deal with the smelliness and stuff at home. This seems to be pretty unique to Mexico City. Speaking of cities, we also noticed some differences between urban and rural areas. That's right. Even within these countries, what happens in the cities stays in the cities. Villages or smaller towns don't necessarily have the same guidelines or infrastructures available, which is similar to recycling in the U.S. and some other developed countries too. For example, in China and India, urban areas have bans on single-use plastics or have at least started phasing them out. But i wonder how it's different in different areas of china so i think the
1: answer to this question also depends on different cities and different regions in china for example shanghai uh it's the economic center of china so people get higher income and better education in this region and um the grocery stores most of them they don't Uh, recommend you to use plastic bags and they will charge you if you insist using plastic bags and also some of them they already banned using the plastics. They just give you the bags made by paper or fabrics.
0: Similar to Mexico, Valeria was telling us about plastic bags being banned in Mexico City too.
2: They actually prohibited uh, giving out plastic bags in, in supermarkets and any type of stores, like in markets, like in, in, even in like informal markets, uh, they, they don't even give plastics anymore. Um, you, you're obligated to take your own recycling bags. In India, cities have stopped using plastic bags, but other
0: single-use plastics are still around.
3: My name is Maniripa Banerjee. I have lived in India for many, many years because I was born here. Plastic bags are not so popular. People in cities avoid using plastic bags, but straws are still in use.
0: There's heavy fines imposed on stores giving out plastic bags in India, just like many of the developed countries we discussed in the previous episode. Just like Mexico City, urban areas in India are also starting to implement sorting of recycling. This seems to be more of a focus in urban housing and apartment complexes, but it's not enforced very strictly.
3: In cities, the government tries to enforce recycling methods. We are supposed to sort our recycling, but it is not done very strictly. Sometimes plastic, glass, paper, all are collected together. In
0: some other developing nations, like Iran and Pakistan, the recycling collection is actually done by private plastic and paper companies. In Pakistan, much of the recycling collection is actually done mostly by underprivileged and low-wage-earning citizens. Unfortunately, they will often go through the trash dump sites to collect plastic, metal, and newspaper to sell to these private companies. But usually, some of the more privileged people will set these things aside for the impoverished collectors who would come by the houses. That also still happens in India, since some people try to sort their recycling at home but have nowhere to actually deposit these recyclables. They might give their bottles and cans to domestic workers who will then sell them to private firms.
3: It is a very common practice in India to give your household old papers, magazines, and broken glass bottles, plastic bags, everything to your household help. So they then sell those items to someone called kabadiwalas. The Kabariwalas are basically businessmen who buy waste products the junks that you generate in your house, everything. From old papers and old books, the dry waste basically. And they then sell those things to the recyclers.
0: These private recycling firms are able to sort the trash and extract the value out of otherwise thrown away products. With the large populations of many of these developing countries, there's a large amount of plastic that gets thrown away and private companies can make lots of money from this. For us in the U.S., most people feel responsible and get rid of their own trash. Like we mentioned, there are trash receptacles everywhere, and if people don't collect their own waste, city and municipality, governments have protocols to get rid of trash and have organized organized trash collection. Unfortunately, in developing nations, if the trash and recycling aren't collected by individuals, then almost all of it ends up creating pollution. In public spaces, in countries like India and Pakistan, there's often a lack of trash cans, resulting in people littering and throwing their trash or recyclable items on the ground.
3: Separate bins are there in big shopping malls, in the metro stations, at the airport, but on the roadside, there are no separate bins. In fact, bins are not that common on the roadside.
0: In Iran, the government has recently started putting in recycling bins in public spaces, and hopefully other countries will follow this lead as well.
4: Hi, my name is Mona. I'm from Iran and I share my experience about recycling in Iran. I remember some of my childhood memories that my mom usually had a special cabinet for um, plastics and glass containers to use afterwards. Um, and also I remember there were some individuals that they come like once a month to the neighborhood and people collected something during the uh, recycles during that month and they sell them to those individuals. Uh, But that time, the government didn't have any um, special plan about recycling. But I'm happy to share that now, nowadays, there are some special trash cans uh, in the parks and the malls uh, that has different categories of plastics, metals, glass, uh, and also organic waste. Um, So I'm hoping with that culture, we go toward the recycling.
0: This is definitely a positive move happening in some countries. But in more extreme cases, where trash and recycling collection is not prevalent even in homes, people are compelled to throw their waste into whatever area available outside of their houses. For example, in Guyana, there are these trenches or canals that water flows
5: through and people empty their home waste into these. Yeah, My name is Pradarshni Singh. I'm better known as Vicky. I come from um, Guyana in South America, and we migrated from Guyana in 1988 and came to the United States of America. Your food waste, if it is um, leftover food, that you would probably throw in the trench or wherever possibly, uh, If you clean fish or meat or so, that is emptied into the water in the small drains outside bottles in which juices came and things like that. Yeah, they were just thrown into the trench because there is no one who will or the government has not arranged any kind of disposal of those bottles. So they just throw it away in the trenches. In fact, waste has become even more
0: of an issue in places like Guyana as consumerism has grown with outside influences such as from the U.S. But the infrastructure for getting rid of waste has not grown at the same pace. It's especially sad because the beautiful beaches are getting covered by trash. Plastic pollution is a real problem.
5: When we were in Guyana, when we were growing up, the beach was quite clean. Not many people were using these um, disposable plates and cups and things like that. But recently when we went back, it was shocking to see. We went to Essequibo, which is one of the... Uh, regions in Guyana to see the beach littered with these um, foam plates and cups and things like that, it was awful. This is
0: also true in Mexico City. The trash and plastic pollution causes a big problem when it
2: rains. When it rains in Mexico, and at least in Mexico City, it almost always floods up because the plumbing in the streets get clogged up with all the garbage. So there's, there's almost always a problem, and then after it floods up, like, the lights go out. Um, there's, like, a electricity shortage, and then there's always, um, like, it follows through on a lot of problems, you know? So, Nasreen, it sounds
0: like pollution is a pretty big problem in developing nations. Thankfully, some of the people and governments of these countries are starting to create and implement initiatives to help introduce recycling. We already heard from E about China's 46 cities program. What about India? There are some initiatives in India that have started taking place in the past seven years since after Narendra Modi became prime minister.
3: The Modi government has introduced a program, an initiative called Varat, which means clean India and encouraging recycling as well as various other things to make India clean and green.
0: Unfortunately, with the low understanding of recycling, India hasn't been able to fully see the impact of these initiatives yet, but hopefully it will continue and have valuable results in the next few years. Similarly, as of January 2021, it was announced under Pakistan's Prime Minister Imran Khan's Clean and Green Pakistan program that plastic waste collection and recycling will be a priority. Through partnerships with private companies like PepsiCo and Green Earth Recycling, as well as with nonprofit organizations like the World Wildlife Foundation, Pakistan is set to collect 4,750 tons of plastic waste and focus on recycling it in purposeful ways. Like producing numerous types of utility products, including waste bins, benches, tables, chairs, and so on. Mona was telling us that in Iran, individuals are leading the way in reducing plastic usage, especially with the influence of social media.
4: Another happy news that I can share is um... The effect of social media on preparing people and bringing that culture of recycling to homes. So a lot of my friends nowadays, when they go to the shopping, they have a special bag for the shopping. Uh, they don't use the plastic bags and they use their bags to buy things. And also they try to educate other people that they don't need the plastic bags and they can put the stuffs inside um, the fabric bag that they uh, they have with them. So I think those are really good initiatives to future of recycling uh, and that culture from home.
0: In some places like Guyana, recycling is yet to really pick up. There aren't
5: many government initiatives and people are more focused on reusing. Most containers were never thrown away. They were reused. Earlier on, we used to get crackers used to come in large um, aluminum square with a cover. Those were very valuable for holding rice and and other things like that. The culture of Guyana used to be very on board with
0: reusing. Even places like government hospitals will refill your containers with liquid drugs instead of the hospital giving you a new bottle. You mean I can just bring my own jar to get some Pepto-Bismol? Yeah,
5: or buy one from a vendor lady because the hospital will not provide it. The public hospital, when people went there or in the countryside, they would have a smaller version of the government hospital. If you go there and you needed um, liquid medication, you had to have your own bottles. There was always a woman or so who would set up in the corner of the hospital yard to whom you can go and purchase a bottle. But if you don't have money, you take your own. Reusing is also ingrained
0: into the Indian culture. Many things, like old clothes in India, get sewn into a quilt or bed sheets. Usually, if the clothes are in good condition, though, they'll be donated to domestic workers or low wage earning populations. Surprisingly, this was not a practice that was done in Guyana.
5: They would say secondhand or used clothing. You know, you go and. No, we never had that. People actually had this belief you don't use anybody else's clothes many of them were against that. They thought the clothes held some kind of thing from the other person and you will catch (laughs) a (laughs) person. All clothes were put to good use. They became (laughs) caught to wipe the floor and do everything else with it. A lot of this reuse is based on the economics of the
0: country. Often people would not have enough money to purchase things like grocery bags so they would reuse their own. Vicky mentioned this was true when she was growing up in
5: Guyana. We did not know the word recycling when I grew up. We just know that because of um, money, we reused everything. Plastic bags, you don't throw those out. Those are to be reused. One of my friends in uh, elementary school, she brought her school books in it. And if it's a large piece of plastic, if it's raining because Guyana is, it's hot or it's either wet. Rainy season, sunny season. Children would use those plastic to cover themselves, to walk to school or go to the market or go to the store.
0: Over the years, as these countries have become more developed, there has been a shift towards recycling more and more. Especially with the younger generation, they seem to be pushing to encourage recycling more in these countries. At the school level, many children are learning more about recycling and there's growing awareness. Individuals and nonprofits are taking the initiative to educate younger people on recycling practices. Like Mona did when she lived in Iran.
4: And I remember one, one story from a group of GEUs that I was serving as an animator of the group. Uh, we had one service project to educate people about the recycling culture. So there was one private company, I think this story is about 10 years ago, that came to our city. So we, we went to them and we were a member to initiate that recycling cultures in our neighborhoods. So it was really nice once a week they came and uh, they took all the recycles from home and we were um, the helpers in the neighborhoods to educate people and let them let them know that this is a company and come and pick up the trash and recycle trash.
0: This leads to the children encouraging their parents to follow these practices as well. Unfortunately, it sounds like this education is mostly focused on the cities and not really spreading to the rural areas as much. One thing that's popular in rural areas is composting. Mona mentioned this happens
4: in the countryside. About composting, I'm happy to share that in countryside, people do composting at their homes uh, because they have uh, farms or they have yards that they can use uh, the organic waste to, to grow flowers or... But in the big cities, I don't see the composting that much because of the size of the home and people cannot, um, there is no specific plan from the government to encourage people to do the composting.
0: In terms of education and government initiatives, there's a lot left to be done. Exactly, which is similar to the case for developed nations as well. But the developing nations are starting at a much more basic point when it comes to recycling. It sounds like reducing and reusing is more common though, which is definitely a positive. Even though some of the reuse stems from economic factors, it still helps to positively impact the earth. Agreed. People in India tend to reduce their buying by using the same products as much as possible. They might get something repaired 10 times before opting for a new item.
3: And we Indians, love to repair things we don't easily buy things and we don't easily throw away things unless we have used it for years i myself repair my irons vacuum cleaners and other electronic gadgets at least i try to repair them till the time they are repairable
0: that's great practice i wish more people did that here it's only really common with things like cars People tend to not get things like a vacuum cleaner repaired here. So, Manali, what are our takeaways? Well, it sounds like in many developing nations, recycling is not really a priority like it has become in more developed nations. Right. That's because developing countries have a lot of other socio-economic issues to tackle first, such as people having enough food and shelter. That makes sense. It's much harder to think about the planet and recycling when people don't have enough to eat. Yeah. Some governments of the developing nations might be trying to address it, like Mexico or India, but it's hardly enforced. Exactly. And another thing that we learned is that recycling how we think of it in the U.S. is not really practiced. Some people definitely do more reusing. They repurpose their glass jars and metal tins. They'll use their plastic bags many times right people don't always have the same means to buy new things each time so they'll repurpose old items it's also built into the culture to reuse even when economics is not necessarily an issue but with increasing foreign and western influences the use of plastics and single-use items are becoming more prevalent unfortunately the structures to properly dispose and recycle these things haven't kept up the pace Before, when the developing nations just had glass and metal, it wasn't as much of an issue. But plastic forks and straws don't really get reused in the same way, and so these are treated more like trash. Right, and the idea of needing to recycle these materials has not fully integrated into the society as much in developing nations. But many people in these countries have started to recognize how much of a problem this is becoming because of all the pollution building up on their beaches and roads and backing up into the waterways in major cities. So as these problems are coming to light more, there really needs to be education and infrastructure that helps people figure these things out. That is where China is kind of an outlier from the rest of the developing world. That's right. Because China was a primary component in taking care of the world's recycling, they already have the infrastructure. And now, since they've stopped taking recycling from other countries, they're able to process their own. And people already have some education in this field, or the government is actually working to increase people's knowledge of recycling. Hopefully, one day this will be true for all nations. I know the U.S. could use more education in the recycling area, too. Well, it's a good thing we're here. Hopefully this episode has helped people understand other approaches to recycling and reusing. So tell your friends about recycling and reusing and reducing and how it benefits the planet, and we'll be back again soon.
1: This episode
0: was edited and produced by Nisreen Khan and Manali Banerjee. Music is by Shang Young. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TGTM Podcast and you can email any questions to talk Green to me podcast at gmail.com.